I'm doing sound effects right now. That's a creaky door. Totally leaking that in there. You should start like this. Hello and welcome again. Hello and welcome again to another episode of NCC Audio. And I am your host, Nicholas Carlton Chamberlain. That was good. You should keep that in. Hey, thanks. I, I appreciate it. And today on this episode of NCC Audio, I started already, Sai. Is that cool? Let's just go for it. Was I not supposed to be drinking once you started? Is that why you're telling me? Uh, no, I, that's completely fine. Okay, because You I, I are work. a professional radio show host and a professional podcast host. And today I'm going to be asking you just a whole bunch of tips and tricks on how to host a radio show and a podcast show. Okay. Because I, I... I like yeah. the use of the word professional. Yeah, <laughs> I never think in those. It makes it really sound like I I know what I'm doing, I which think, is I think you're a professional because you've been um, hosting an international radio show for the past two three years now. Uh, two two and one half years. Yeah, uh, Monday through Friday from three to five Pacific time. Right. And this radio show is called Catholic Answers Live. Yes. And it's heard on the EWTN. Uh, uh, radio network, mm-hmm. which is in the United States, are heard on I don't know roughly between 350 to 400 radio stations, Sir- right. Sirius Satellite 130, and it's live streamed at Catholic.com, CatholicAnswersLive.com, and all the affiliates that air us also air it on their website. Yeah. So there's a lot of people listening to this radio show that you host every day, right? I hope, so that's I why hope. that's the hope every day. I consider yes. you a professional because okay, you've been right. doing this for two and a half years, and possibly more than a hundred people listen to you. If I'd known you were going to make me sound this like competent, <laughs> I'd have done this uh, podcast with you way sooner. And so, and I've started let's hosting quote unquote a podcast for like two months now, right? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm coming to you as a newbie, you as a professional old who B. has old B, who has done hundreds of shows now. Oh, yeah. And um, just how did you get into hosting an international radio show? I think that's one of the craziest jobs ever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so how did I get into it? <laughs> well, um, I worked in print media. So, mm-hmm. like, I was the editor of a Catholic newspaper, and I wrote for Catholic newspapers and magazines. And so... Um, I suppose there's a certain kind of, you make connections that way, mm-hmm. you, you get to know people. And then uh, when I started hearing about the growth of Catholic radio, I was very interested, very interested in it. And it finally came to my city where I live, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when, they, when they came, when the first Catholic radio station came here, um, basically I went to every event they had. I, I became a stalker, essentially. Okay. I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but I became a stalker. You, okay, you're one of those stalkers. <laughs> okay, so you were... No, it, was, it wasn't like that, but I want... I mean, w- one of the basic things you have to do is get to know people. That's, like, if you want to work somewhere, if you want mm-hmm. to do something, you got to get to know people who are doing that. Um, now, I know in the internet yeah, age, true. there's lots of people who just kind of jump in and do it themselves. Um, and, and that's a different... I, I have not... I haven't done that. I haven't been that kind of entrepreneur. So I'll just mm-hmm. tell you how I did it, like, since that's what you asked. Yeah. But I do think getting to know people and get, letting them get to know you is one way to do that. So uh, through that, I, I, um, I guess there were various connections made. Somebody was doing some part-time radio stuff and asked me if I would, if I would host 
part-time and got a little bit of practice in there, found out that I really liked it. I really enjoyed talking into a microphone. Uh, and then um, uh, finally, just when a job came open, I mm-hmm. applied for the job. And the job, the job included very, very little on-air work. It included a okay. lot of stuff that was not on-air. But I kind of had the feeling, well, if I can get on the air, like you, you just have just to kind of bit, get yeah. in there, you know, and 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 um, and see what you can do, and see if other people respond to what you can do. Yeah, and uh, it worked out. And in a certain way, there's so many niches in media mm-hmm. now. There's like, okay, I'm in this little niche over here. I do fashion media, or I do religious media, or I do, uh, you know, sports media, or, and there's, you kind of. It actually is these niches make it actually helpful to people if you go, okay, that's my niche. I gotta how do I get into it? That's what I wanna do. And because these there's there can be smaller starting locations in these niches, mm-hmm. if you can get yourself into a smaller spot, you can kind of work your way up. I mean, I know that there are these six-year-old Korean kids, you know, who have eight million viewers on their YouTube channel or whatever. I I, I have no idea how they do it. (laughs) They have their perfected niche. uh, But they have their niche, and I don't know how they get it. I say niche, you say niche. Well, you're saying niches, and so then I said niche, but then you also said niche. Okay, so so I'm like, multiple... Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with niche now. Okay? No, I'm niche go, is good. I'm... Niche is good? Okay. So um, uh, I forget where we were. But yeah, so yeah. The, the, the fact is you can find your way into uh, – if you get into a small stream mm-hmm. you, and you try to find your way down to Dude, the big river, you know, wow. that's yeah. kind of how it, it works. But there's a, a small stream near you, you know, just find it and get <laughs> and into it. your first hosting job for a radio program, what was the name of that again? Uh, the f- first thing I hosted, I, I don't remember. Like you got actually. on air for a little bit. Yeah, I got on air doing different, like a a, a, um, a kind of a part time thing once a week on a thing, and then okay. I I did a weekend show for Immaculate Heart Radio, and then Immaculate Heart Radio. The first show that I remember the name of was The Bright Side. Okay, yeah. And then that was a daily show. Went for one hour in the morning. Oh wow, that and- quickly progressed from weekend to a daily one-hour radio show. It didn't feel very quick at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was over multiple years. Yeah, it was over multiple years, yeah. Uh, 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 but, you know, it, it did happen, yeah. yeah. And and um, and the thing is, I was prepared because I had been working in Catholic media for a long time. It wasn't like I came at it with no experience, okay. you know? So uh, there was all that background. Wow. And then I had to learn to talk in front of a microphone. And how do you even start to learn how to talk in front of a microphone? Get, get in front of a microphone. Get in front of a microphone and start talking. There, there is no other way, I don't think. I no, mean, that's true. You know, I just set up this microphone and I just started talking into it. And, and then, I've been trying to do it weekly now. And the thing is, a lot of it is overcoming the artificiality of it. And mm-hmm. I imagine it's like movie acting or something that like, okay, so these movie actors, like take a great actor like... I don't know, Billy Bob Thornton, or okay. is he a great actor? I don't sure. know. I just yeah. said his name. <laughs> uh, but okay, so he, Billy Bob Thornton has it within him to do all that mm-hmm. acting that he does, and he has to practice and he has to work at it and all that. But then there's the second thing about learning to do it when the camera is actually on, which I'm sure some people are yep. naturals at, and some people that freaks them and they got to get over the being freaked out. Yep. And so it's good to kind of have a small place where you can work out the kinks a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even with this job, when I came to this job, 
I had a lot of experience in front of a microphone, but I was still nervous. It's a new job. It's a new audience. And so you don't sound the same when you're nervous. You sound different. Mm -hmm. And you got to kind of, there's just nothing to do but work that out. And this is really true. This is something that uh, my wife says. Uh, about s- certain things and radio get, or doing any work in front of a microphone is one of them. You got to fake it at first. You just got to fake it. No, that's kind of funny because for me, I feel like I'm I'm acting. When each podcast that I do, I'm not really being my normal self. I'm kind of right. going outside of myself. Which is good because really I know you're normal of my self. Comfort zone. It's really, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> daily throughout the workday, I, I don't say much really. And it takes me a lot of it takes a lot of effort for me to really put myself out there to express my ideas and my thoughts. Because one, it really takes a long time for a thought thought or idea to pop into my head. Usually, yeah. I'm just like just observing and taking everything in, and mm-hmm. just really waiting for the right time to say the right thing. Yeah. And it takes a lot of work for me to express my ideas and thoughts to everyone. And so that, this is what has been very helpful for me doing this weekly podcast. Yeah. At the, at the, and do you feel yourself being bit by bit more comfortable sitting down in front of a microphone? Yeah, for sure. And also it's helped me when I get outside the microphone, when I'm talking to other people in real life, I'm finding out that I'm saying a couple more sentences instead of just one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Um, oh man pretty soon you won't shut up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that you know and i will tell you another little trick that many people don't know Mm -hmm. in many ways many ways it is easier to do live than recorded performance okay like first of all it's all performance Mm -hmm. but there's a certain element of naturalness to it that develops over time but if you've never done live in front of a microphone Mm -hmm. Uh, you should try it if you're having trouble doing recorded work in front of a microphone. Okay. Because yeah. being live forces you to forget about mistakes and stuff. You just are forced to just keep going. And one yeah. of the things that will happen with a lot of people when they're recording, it'll be like, oh, wait, no, that's not right. Go back. But you got to get over that. You got to well, just keep yeah. moving forward. And if you just are always fixing everything in post production, yeah. you're gonna you're not gonna develop that habit. So do some live stuff. Do some live stuff. Even if it's like, hey, I've got this podcast, you know, that I do for ten minutes every week and I just post it. Well, every now and uh, then do it live. Yeah. Just and, and and let your listeners know, I'm gonna be live this week. I'm gonna post and and, and that'll be the because it there's something about doing it live that it actually is easier. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but it's actually easier because, you know, you just got to do it. You got no backup. You got, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no net, man. Just do it. Get it done. No, that's a great idea because for me, each week when I'm talking, I usually repeat everything and I stumble and then I think of a better idea. And then I do go back in post-production. I clean it up. And so everything you're hearing is pristine like I've said it the first time, but it... It took a couple of hours to edit, you know, right. a twenty-five minute podcast. Right. It used so. to take me hours to do my weekend radio program because yeah. it was a pre-recorded program. Oh wow! Okay. And it took forever because you just—you're always like, oh, I could fix that. Oh, I could fix that. When yeah. it's live radio, you make so many mistakes in live radio. Like, there's so many times you mispronounce something or you say, like later I'll go back and listen to it and I'll be like, I totally thought I said this word, but I said that word, yeah. and it was the wrong word. You know. Yeah. 
so what? People are fixing it for you in their head. Yeah. You got to okay. keep going. You got to get in the habit of just talking like a human being. Yeah, that kind of reminds me when I was in college, I was a percussion performance major. Yeah. And so we had recitals we had to do about every couple of months. And so when I'm playing my marimba solo, you can't stop. You just have to keep going. You're going to be hitting wrong notes every right. now and then. You can't be perfect. Yeah. But as long as you keep going, people are just going to continue to hear what they're hearing at this moment. They're not going to go back 10 seconds ago and uh, just... They're not going to go back and just continue to dwell on, wow, that was a wrong note. Yeah, They're no. going to stay engaged at what's being said right here and right now. Yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to work on right now. Yeah, you're for right. sure. And that, a lot of times, too, that wrong note sounds kind of cool. Like may, sometimes it's like, oh, you, you threw a little twist in there. That's that, kind of jazzy. That sounded a little minor there when I thought I was going to get a major, you know? like mm-hmm. So that's true in live radio, too. Like some of the stuff you that's a mistake perfectly good radio get over it <laughs> keep moving you know it is embarrassing when you when you make an obvious, obvious mistake. like like yeah. sometimes i've said things that have insulted another person on the yeah. air or um you know accidentally not on well no sometimes it's been <laughs> but, <laughs> but, most, but mostly accidentally and then you feel really kind of bad but yeah. you know what if it's live you have to keep going you have like, to get, keep going. that's why i think it's such good practice to do live radio just go yeah i think i'm just gonna post this podcast i might have a few stumbles and um you know pauses like i usually do yeah but i'm just gonna post it it's gonna be less work i just put in that noise so maybe now you have to take that out (laughs) Ah. (laughs) no it'll be good um a funny thing that happened yesterday on the radio show a lady called in from australia yeah and then she said, "Oh, I can't go to the <laughs> to the conference because I live too far away." Yeah. And then, like, you made a subtle subtle joke. I was like, "Well, if there's any airplanes, planes, or trains out there in Australia, <laughs> yeah, like, if do you, you remember? Got, if you have trains in Australia, you can get on a train." But uh, I don't know. You yeah. made like a funny, snarky joke yeah. so quickly and so subtly. It's like, how do you come up with those witty things so quickly? You know what? You you do it. Everybody does it. I mean, in some ways, it is practiced a little bit. And I don't remember exactly what I said to that yeah. woman. And I, I hope it didn't come off as, you, <laughs> you know, mean. I, I looked up and laughed. But um, but the, the I think, <laughs> here, see, we're doing it. Can we fix this in post? <laughs> uh, uh. The... See, now, if I was live, if I knew for absolute yeah. certain, I'd just keep going. Like, yeah, that, you, you just forget about that. But then you're good going. at keep going. You're good at keeping going. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But, but you, you have a lot of... Um, but that does come yeah. from just being relaxed. Like, if yeah. I'm at home having a conversation with you, I'm not going to go, oh, you know what? Scratch that part. <laughs> Let's fix that in post. You just keep talking. So anyways, the, the quick part is you have a certain, everyone has a personality mm-hmm. and it comes out when you're comfortable, when you're relaxed. And my part of my personality is saying stupid things to people. And it, it, it really is. I, I'll like just say stupid things. And sometimes people look at me like, what? <laughs> okay. So if I'm really uptight and I'm, and I'm trying to keep the show going and I'm worried about the clock and I'm worried about it, it's, that's not going to come out. Yeah. It's, no, that's uh, and that's why doing tons and tons of just talking into a live microphone is very, very helpful. Yeah, and for me, I'm the audio engineer for this Catholic Answers live show, and so I'm behind the board just listening and watching Psy all day, Monday through Friday, right. from 3 to 5. And so it's funny, when you're having a bad day, yeah. I can instantly tell. <laughs> like, it does change. Yeah. And so yeah. that's another part about acting as a host. You have to take all your worries and cares or whatever you're struggling with and just 
be your true self in front of the microphone. Yeah, that's right. Or you know what? Another thing that happened yesterday, I think it was yesterday. It could have been the day before. I, I was in the middle of giving our phone number and I forgot the phone number. <laughs> the last like, number. Right. And the thing is, if you're, in, in, if you're nervous at that point, that becomes super awkward. Yeah. But I just, I go, Nick, can you believe I forgot our phone? Like, I've said it a billion times yeah. and I forgot our phone number in the middle of saying it. And it just becomes normal human conversation. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I like about our radio show that we produce because there's no awkward moments. It's all reality. Yeah. Like, no one's like trying too hard or being forceful. Yeah. And when you can, when you tell that, that, and when you tell that someone's trying to be not themselves, yeah. it becomes awkward. So I do applaud you for being that kind of host, just being yourself. It really comes across as a natural, easy listening radio show. Yeah. Well, I uh, I did have good uh, coaches, you know, that that helped me. You also had coaches who who would point out, you know, like when you say these certain things, that's what we might call radio talk. And if you say fewer of those things, then your radio is actually better. Like people think you're supposed to say certain little phrases or you know um i don't know there's just certain talk that is familiar radio talk and if you take those phrases out i'm and i'm totally drawing a blank right now on what any of them are i'm so interested to know what they are but um, that's okay but if you well (laughs) one one of them is to talk about the listener like somebody will go hey listener like or or people will directly address the listener Mm -hmm. if if you if you don't talk that way if you just talk like a regular person like you talk to the listener like you're talking to another person who's in the room, it actually makes better radio. So okay. that it's one of those weird little things like less, uh, how should I say it? Less kind of canned talk is yeah. actually better. And so I yeah. did have good coaches who said, who would point that out to me like, okay, I see what you're doing there. Like that, you know, that sounds like good radio hosting but it's not actually okay. you're you're talking like a radio guy just talk like a regular person okay so you want it to be natural just like under like a conversational style and yeah. that's more re- relatable and people will enjoy listening to that better yeah definitely yeah yes i think so yeah like chat okay. with people to have a conversation um and and be yourself i may you know but be, the thing about be yourself is Okay, the truth is nobody's like this. Like the way yeah. I'm talking right now, you don't actually talk like this, exactly like this in regular life. But you have to um get rid of once you're comfortable, a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of the trying and the effort goes away and and then everybody feels better. Everybody feels more relaxed. The listener feels more relaxed, mm-hmm. you feel more relaxed, the guest feels more relaxed. Mhm. So what I'm saying is just don't work. Yeah. Don't work hard. Just <laughs> be as lazy as you can and yeah. don't work. So to recap, to be a great host, you need professional coaches who has who have coached you through the past three years and to be yourself. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. I, I, um, I how much say, coaching did you have? I thought I remember this, but I'm not too sure. Uh, or if I don't know, you were on-air talent and some of your producers were explaining to you how you should talk better or plus the radio network that i uh worked for hired a very good coach who would, okay who would work with the hosts That's and cool. say like just on that kind of thing like she had done a lot of research on what actually made radio listenable not just like oh, what okay. made you don't want to sound 
I guess that one way to put it is there's lots of people who sound like radio professionals who are mm-hmm. not actually making very good radio because stop sounding so much like a radio professional and the radio uh, would be better. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, so she helped us a great deal with that. I, I found her help. I found her work really, really helpful. Um, but the other thing is, if I may, there's one other yeah. thing that I find very helpful, and I and I learned this from Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. Am I going to run over time? No, you're good. All right. I was just seeing what okay, time I, it was. No, I saw you check the clock. and I, I don't I, want I'm, to keep you in here too long. No, I don't want to make you uncomfortable and nervous. famous celebrity, yeah, right. international radio show host, and right. I'm so, how am I and, talking to and you? And lunch is in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, four more minutes of tips and tricks. No, but this I'm is excited. what J- Johnny Carson said, and uh-huh. I... I I mean, now that I say that it was Johnny Carson said it, it could have been Dick Cavett too. But yeah. either Johnny Carson or Dick Cavett said this, and they both were very good interviewers who got this. You got to be interested in what the other person is saying. You have That's to. True. You have to ha- yeah. sit there and like have a conversation so that you can have a surprise where they say something and you go, "Oh, I didn't know that." Or, "Wait, what does that mean?" Like when you say this, what does that? Mean? You know, you just. You gotta be interested, not like I have my plan. I want to get to the following twenty questions. That's true. It's good to have okay. a plan. It's and it's good to also when something cool happens, just forget about the plan and go with what's happening. Yeah, I was about to prep for this uh, podcast, yeah. and I wrote on my paper a title, and then you walked in, and it was like half a title. So I was like, well, let's just talk and see how this goes, because yeah. I am interested in learning about how to become a better host and like how you became a radio show host, which is pretty cool. And then last week's episode, I talked to Trent Horn, and he's another podcast host, and we went behind the scenes on how to actually create a podcast. Oh, yeah. And the week before that, I talked to Scott Stevens, oh. and he's a music composer, and I'm really interested in learning how to compo- compose music. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really loving this whole podcasting, hosting thing, and talking to people, and really getting into um, just like what people know and how I can learn from them. I think you're a mild-mannered person, Nick, and yeah. that what many people who know you don't know is how freakishly talented you are. You, have, <laughs> you are a very, very talented person. So I hope this. Thank you. I hope you get like maybe eighty to a hundred listeners. I don't know. How, I hope so. how many people listen on the internet. I don't um, know. Is that a low number? That is probably a low number. <laughs> okay, but for right. me, it's great. Uh, yeah. My first couple podcast episodes, I got up to 30 mm-hmm. listens. Yeah. Last two weeks, I'm in the 60s and 80s. Yeah. Keep and so that, I've been doing this about two weeks. And I don't have a huge major platform that I can put this on. But last week, Trent Horn did promote me on his podcast. Nice. And he gets about 6,000 to 8,000 listens uh, per podcast. And he gets over 150,000 listens per month. Yeah. And so that's been my only exposure to a larger platform. Well, my entire family follows me on Twitter, so I will. I'm going to give you a tweet on this. <laughs> Thank one. you. Yeah, when it's when it's posted. So it's just me. me just uh, posting on my social media, and so my I have an Instagram account, NCC Audio, a Facebook account, NCC Audio, and so I'm just trying to do my best to promote myself and my business and to help others learn about all things audio and everything that's involved with it. It's an exciting time to be working in audio. Yeah. I mean, there's just yeah. so many opportunities. So right now for with NCC Audio, um, I have three big niches or niches that I'm working with. <laughs> I like that. See, that's a callback. That's good work, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. So I um, uh, one part is producing podcasts. 
So people send me their podcast and their music. I'll, I will produce it for them and send them back a completed episode. Yeah. Another a- aspect is in the video work. Um, so recently I worked with Brandon Manderson. He edited a video called uh, a, theatrical, a, theatrical, a Theatrical Movie. Am I saying this right? Yeah, a movie that showed in theaters. <laughs> That's a theatrical movie. It was yeah. called Wilderness Woman. And so he sent me the dialogue, the sound effects, and the music. And I composed three songs. And I put all those elements together and mixed it. And it, it was a lot of fun. I thought it sounded pretty good. Dude, it was amazing. I Thank you. Well, okay, I can confess this. I sat next to you, you while, <laughs> while we watched the movie in the fun. theater. And fun. I was blown away. Like, yeah. I, you're, the music composing was fantastic. The sound, except in one spot. Yeah, good. it was a little low. You said that. <laughs> I'm no, just that's teasing what Brandon you. said. I was looking for it. You, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I, it sounded just fantastic to me. I, I was so impressed with the work you did. Thank you. Yeah. And then the other aspect um, I'm doing with my NCC audio business is the uh, mixing and mastering and recording music. So this weekend, I'm actually going to be using this uh Catholic Inter studio and I'm bringing in um uh, a band a, a, a one person band she'll be recording piano violin and singing and so I'll be recording that and then mixing and mastering and helping her to produce a CD well, she's lucky she's got you she got a good one Nick <laughs> like thank I you could, so much remember, what did you call that instrument xylophone or what was the uh, xylophone marimbas vibraphones marimba. yeah you played marimba in the movie like I heard marimba yes you were it was a virtual instrument but I tried to tweak it to make it sound as realistic as possible oh, I thought it was a marimba that would be fun maybe one day yeah I actually thought it was a xylophone but I didn't know the word marimba at that yeah. time. So. so marimba is like a big xylophone and whatnot, and so whatnot. Well, this has been a lot of fun. It has, Nick. You're really good at this. Thank you so much. Thank you for making me feel comfortable. Oh, you're welcome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to my show and helping us to learn how to be a great radio show host and podcast host. Another one tip before we go. Yes. If When you have guests in studio, uh, make sure you have Diet Coke for them. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Okay. Thanks, Nick. Okay. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.